Welcome to another episode of I Wish I Was a Little Bit Taller. I am Amir Fergie's about to pop on. We are ready. Phoenix Clippers game is on. We're watching in the background. We make our bets not only for a few games, but the overall series results. We throw a little money this way and that way. We get into how the Clippers Jazz series ended, what we expect in the Suns Clippers, the 76ers Atlanta ending. Um, and then Atlanta versus Net, uh, Milwaukee. We get into all of it and some potential trade that talks about um, all the teams in the lottery. So listen in. Yo, what's up, my man? Lottery is out. Lottery is done. So we got a lot to get into. Uh, let's start off with how much you won and how consistently I am with just staying under 5,000. It's you incredible, isn't 400. It? You won both your games. You're at 13, 13 250 I'm at 4900. All right, all right. So can we, can we say that's a commanding lead? Uh, you can say that, but you know, just like the Clippers, you could—it's not over till the game is over. Over. <laughs> so, what if I just don't bet the last couple of uh, of weeks, just like Ben Simmons doesn't shoot in the fourth quarter? <laughs> well, Ben Simmons doesn't shoot at all. <laughs> that's true, but in the fourth quarter, he just does not shoot the ball. Uh, you saw that play, right? You yeah. saw where he he got intimidated by Trey Young. You know, it's a very weird play, okay? He spun around the guy, somebody kind of flying at him. Hey, look, in the quickness of the game, he made a he made a pass where normally that pass is going to lead to another dunk and it's it's whatever. Yes, he should have shot the ball absolutely, but his mind, option A is to pass, option B is to pass. And then option C is to shoot if, if necessary. That one right there, sure, it's pretty obvious. Like if he would have even taken a half second longer to think about it, go up and dunk the ball. I get it. But you got a guy, it doesn't matter if he's 5'11 or not, flying your direction and you're a passer by nature. He passed the guy to, he passed the ball to an open dude, right? Ferguson. This motherfucker is 6'10. His game is within two feet. He is 30, like three inches from the fucking rim. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. There is no excuse. I'm just You're saying. You're making an excuse. <laughs> I'm just saying. I could see in the blink of like the game, how fast it goes. He is just wired differently to pass the ball. And he's just afraid. Let me ask so, you this. Yes. Let me ask you this. I'm roughly the same built as Trey Young. Yeah. Six feet, one, like he does not weigh more than that. He's probably right around 150, 160-ish, okay? If I come from the weak side and try to dunk or block somebody, and LeBron's the same built as Simmons, right? 6'10", 250-ish, right? Do you think LeBron is just going to, I'm going to be on my back because the motherfucker is going to hit dunk it so hard? And I'm going to run into him and just fall flat on my ass. 
No, it, it, you're you're 100 right. He should have shot the ball. He should have dunked. It. I will so not really. intimidate anybody near the rim. I'm not. I'm not even going to call it. I'm not going to allow people to say he was intimidated by Trey Young. That is completely false. It was a split second. Um, do I go up? Do I pass it? Move it and shake it? He didn't have 10 seconds to survey whether he should attack the rim or not. It was a spin move down the baseline, gets up and under, and he just made a reaction pass on there. I, I'm not going to say he was intimidated, and that's the he reason why he didn't go up. took a dribble and went up with two feet. It wasn't like a spin with like in one flow, flow, fluid motion. It was one spin, pound dribble, two feet, go up. Oh shit! I got a six foot, one hundred fifty pound guy coming at me. Let me drop the ball off. I'm watching it one more time right now. While you we're watch talking. it a thousand but times, homie. <laughs> I am just gonna say I'm gonna defend him a little bit on that play. The rest of his game, I'm not defending at all right now. But that he one played play- forty two minutes of that game. He played. I'm gonna tell you exactly how many minutes he played. He played. Box score right here. He played 36 minutes, took four shots, homie. Yeah. No, it's it's absolutely pathetic. I, I told I told you here it's pathetic. The, let, the let me of- let's go the other way. Trey Young, right? Five for 23. He knows his role. His role is to shoot. Simmons is the second best player on that team. You have to take more than four shots. You well, just you, have to. You have to if you're getting paid $30 million a year. That's, right? That is 100% correct. Like, you can't be a $30 million player that's just a defensive player. Well, they, you know what? Unless they figure it out and he um, works on it and Philadelphia comes up with a game plan in the offseason to get that confidence back. Uh, shit, that that could be a. a do you think he's even going to be in Philly next year? Mm, yeah, I do. I think he's gone. Between what Embiid said and what the coach said, he's gone. I, I think he will. Um, I, I and just, you know what? I I don't blame the loss on Simmons. I blame the loss on the coach. Yeah, I, th- but, I, think, I think Doc once again, and it's and it's well documented. No pun intended. Um, He's done this year over year. He does not make adjust. You were talking earlier about making adjustments in game and things like that. Where, where is it at? And he even doesn't. let's let's talk about you know um, you know Joel Embiid like he's playing well, scoring a lot of points. But even towards the end of the game, why is he shooting like some threes out there? Why is he's he just not tired? He's I know, just but, tired. That, but that's what I'm saying. Where's a timeout? Get him fresh a little bit and saying we're running a play to get you in the paint. To either get you fouled or you are dunking because you are our MVP. Why is he floating on the perimeter, being tired in a closeout game? That's yeah. that's pathetic to me too. That's poor coaching putting him in that situation to allow him to take a tired three. Yeah. His ass should be in the paint. A play ran for him to get a touch, and if it has to be a kickout three, you're swinging the ball to Curry or Tobias Harris. End of story. Yep. No, it, it's it's completely like what you're saying is accurate. Doc is known as the players' coach. Well, homie, none of your players are playing up to the uh, potential that they have, right? Well, like what, none of these guys are doing it, which in is the incredible. Moment, he's a players' coach, right? In the moment, but 
if you had to take a survey possibly after the fact, do you think Chris Paul is as high on, on him now as he was when he was with the Clippers? No. Absolutely not. He never took him to the promised land. The Nets were two inches of Kevin Durant's feet away from winning that game and them being in the Eastern Conference, a conference finals, right? Blake right. Griffin and DeAndre Jordan, something that Doc couldn't take him to also. So it, it's, it's you know, something to say about, oh, he's a player's coach. Yeah, in the moment, probably because he doesn't, I don't know, maybe he doesn't demand, you know, perfection. Maybe he doesn't demand the hard work that's needed to get him there. So, yeah, it's, it's, look, I'm going to read you. So we know what the, the crazy shit that happened last year and how they blew multiple big leads uh-huh. to them, right? Listen to this. Game four blew 18 point lead this series. Game five blew 26 point lead at home. Game seven lost to the opposing team's best player, which is Trey Young, shooting five for 23. Yep. So I that's have- not that's that is all coaching. The players on the court can only do so much if you're not getting adjustments made. Look, call a timeout, run a fucking set play, get one basket that breaks up some whatever you know. Uh, five point uh you know they score five in a row call timeout you see this happening year in and year out you got to do something to break these like huge blow blowing these huge leads like it's impossible no you you definitely do so i have a question for you You talk about trey young uh and i know it's going to sound like i'm i'm supporting um ben simmons here but defensively does he have a does he have a hand in that and how bad trey young shot the ball Probably. Yeah. Yeah. There's no uh, look, but here's the thing. I don't think his energy ran like was focused. Like he has enough energy to guard Trey young and shoot more than four times. Yeah. 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 Of course. I'm, I just want to say like, yes, to, to your point, he is not the only reason I think we're on the same page. Doc played a big hand in it. There's a lot of different things that, that go into losing a series against the Hawks where, and I don't know, maybe, maybe the Hawks are a better team now, but uh, before that, there's no reason they should have lost that series. And in my opinion, the Hawks were not a playoff, uh, you know, a playoff tested team yet to where they should have been able to come out of that series with a win. They for sure. I mean, look, we all can say whatever we want about Trey Young shooting too much, being small, he went into probably the most two of the most hostile environments. Talk shit to all of them. Right. And fucking one. I know. Talk about just mad props to Trey Young for right? coming out and doing that. That's, that was awesome. That's like the fact that not, he back, look, he, he went 13 for 31 game, five for 23, but he understood his role is to bring that swag, bring that confidence, shoot the ball. And when it counts, it, it, he did what he needed to do. Made those. He made a couple of clutch threes at the end of that game too to end it. You know, really nice floaters uh, yeah. in the lane as well. Every every night, yeah, he brought it every night. So, so I mean, I look at one point we all picked seventy sixers to win, yep. and probably by game five, I was over. I'm like, look, Atlanta shouldn't have won more than one game. The fact that they've won this many. 76ers don't deserve to move to the next round. You know, like at, at some point, you, 
you moving on to the next round is a pity because <laughs> the other team clearly is a better coach than you, whatever. They have the better attitude than you do. So, um, yeah, that was, it was, very, just, it was interesting yeah. to see that. So very, very sad performance on there. And which, yeah. takes so, okay, through. well, let's get into, um, the next round, next round. So we got a couple of games. We got Wednesday nights. We got bucks versus ATL. Ooh, I'm going Bucks. Um, game one, I think after that grueling series with the Nets, I think they're going to come out a little bit more focused, um, you know, energized, ready to go at home. And I think they're going to win by double digits game one. So I'm going to go 200 for the Bucks game one. Okay. Okay. Um, then we got Thursday night. We got uh, Suns Clippers. Who you got in that one? Thursday night, Suns Clippers. So they're playing. So that's game three. They're playing currently right now. Uh, I just think the Suns, I mean, they've won eight in a row, depending on what happens tonight also. I'm going to go Suns on the road to to take it also. I'm just going to go 200 for the Suns also. I think, you know, these guys, how hard they're playing for their coach and just the the collective, you know, buy-in that every player has. Every player seems to know their role perfectly whether they're a three and D guy, whether they're an energizer guy off the bench, it doesn't matter. And then you got, what did they call him? Mini Mamba, Devin Booker. That's what I heard the other day. <laughs> I mean, he, he just balled out game game one. So that was, that was pretty impressive too. Yeah. But they're playing on just such a high level. So I'm going uh, the Suns for 200. Okay. And then we got Friday Bucks Atlanta. I'm going to go with Atlanta because I think they have uh, Nate, has done an amazing job since he took over. And uh, I think he's never had the best teams, whether it was in Atlanta or in uh, Indy or Portland, but he always gets the best out of his players. And I think they'll, because of how they're playing and the adjustments he'll make from game one to two, I think Atlanta will take game two. Okay. And then Saturday, Phoenix, I will take Phoenix for 400 Wow, and so that's game that's game four. You think they're going to close it out in four? I don't think they'll close it out in four, uh, but I, I'm picking them to win game four. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, for 400. Now, I got a question for you. So um, Chris Paul isn't playing again. Correct. Neither is Kawhi. Without those two players on each of those teams, which team is better? Phoenix without Paul or without CP3 or Clippers without Kawhi? I'm going to say Phoenix. And I think for some of the reasons I just talked about a little earlier, I think the team knows their roles a little bit more um, at this point without Chris Paul. Um, Booker had to do a little bit of point guard last year, you know, without when Paul wasn't there. I just think the Clippers without Kawhi, they're this little hodgepodge right now trying to figure it out on the fly and haven't really quite figured out all the rules that each of them need to play to win a big series like this against, uh, you know, in the Western Conference Finals. So I would have to say Phoenix would be the better team right now uh, if you're missing those two stars. It's pretty close, but I would say I would give the edge to Phoenix. Isn't it crazy to think – I I say Phoenix too, and it's (laughs) PG whatever you want to label him is he balled out. I will say it. He balled out and he did great. But it's funny to think that this is like the 
prime of his career, Booker's still like projecting to get better and better. And every season he's getting better. We're taking him right now, basically over Paul George. Absolutely. Which is insane. Like Paul George should have shut down Booker last game. Well, he should have taken on himself. I'm like, Hey, you know what? Fuck this. I got him. Yeah. And that's something that Kawhi Leonard would have done. Right. Said, no, no, no. I got him. I'm guarding him. And that's it. And the fact that sure. The, the high on ball screen, I mean, nowadays you can basically get anybody you want to guard you because yeah, but you know what these like these teams still, don't they don't even fight over or try to they just like the guy like touches them it's like all right well we're switching it like walk around it like you're 35 feet from the rim you can go around this the uh, you know give him a 35 footer like so I want to go on record and obviously say that Paul George is playing well above all the criticism that I have given him um, throughout but he's not season. playoff Paul. Okay. He, that label ruined his career. It hundred percent ruined his career. He is playing very, very well and yeah. at a super high level right now, but because we have seen what he is capable of doing, just melting. It's, it's, it's inevitable. One of these games, he's going to have a five for 27 shooting game. And you're going to be like, well, there you go again, playoff P. And then he's going to potentially go down the hole and Kawhi is going to have to play on one leg and try to, it, it's going to happen. I mean, we just, we know it's going to happen. It's just the matter of fact of when. I mean, this game right now, 32 minutes, seven for 18, 0 for five and threes, two for four free throw line. Well, That's not what you want your leader to have right now. I mean, we'll, we'll see in the, we'll see in the fourth quarter. They're we'll down at, four. I mean, look, here's the difference. Booker four for 14. One for two for three, two for two free throw line. It's funny because plus and minus, he's plus seven. George is minus two. Yeah, we'll see in the fourth quarter what happens here. Um, yeah. If George takes it upon himself to, you know, rattle off four or five consecutive buckets to lead his team or not. So, uh, yeah, I mean, we're we're on the same page. That's gonna it's gonna happen one of these nights. And I mean, look, Paul uh, Paul George has got a pretty crazy uh, little sidekick right now in Terrence Mann. Wow. Let's not let's not hey hype hype that up a little too much. I mean, he got hot and he was on fire playing extremely well. Um, but in a game not, that mattered, though. In a game that mattered, absolutely. But let's not go and deem him the the Robin to. You know, oh no 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 no! Out. But he's got a nice little sidekick while uh, Kawhi's out for at least these games. I mean, he did a pretty good job last game too. Shoot, I think Reggie Jackson should be getting more praise than he is also right now. Dude, that, so why wasn't Reggie Jackson playing throughout the season? I, I don't know. I mean, is it because they had they were playing Rondo and they were playing Patrick Beverly? Rondo came in months? halfway through the season. Or, so they, they had Patrick Beverly then a little bit too much. But yeah, right? Jackson, man, that guy has some like some fire to him. I like He's a good player. Play. He was a good player in Detroit. So I yeah. was like, when they traded for him or when they signed, I was like, that's a good pickup. I thought yeah. he was going to be instant starter. And I don't know what, once again, Doc, I don't know what their sequences was. And then now they got, I don't know. It's just, it's just interesting to see. So, so question for you. We, so we skipped over one of the series, right? We skipped sure. over the jazz uh, losing. So I have a question right. for you mm-hmm. with Kawhi being out and the jazz Mitchell, sure, not 100%, but still pretty full strength as the number one seed. What is worse, the Jazz 
losing to a Kawhi-less team or the 76ers kind of crumbling down the end? 76ers. You think so? Because they at least uh, at least uh, the Clippers are a good team and you expected them to be here. You expected them to be fighting in a game seven in the second round of whatever. No one expected beginning of the season, middle of the season, even when the playoffs started for Atlanta to even get out of the first round. And no one at all considered Atlanta to even, no matter if Embiid was injured or not, to even be able to compete with them. So I don't, I, my question wasn't so much, what is the, what's the biggest upset and the biggest surprise? What is worse for the two teams? I feel that it is Utah because without, without the Lakers in it, right. Mm-hmm. Getting knocked out. This is Utah's chance. Denver is also knocked out. Um, they lost a three, one lead last year. And now they, once again, yeah. just, they, lose, know, they, they won the first two games in the series and now you don't have Kawhi after a few games and you get beat by a Kawhi-less team. You're number one in the West for a reason. You've yeah. busted your ass all year long to get that number one. And next thing you know, you're just going to let it slip away. I mean, if any chance, this was their opportunity to, to win a title. Yeah, but you can also say that Mike Conley didn't play for the first six games, right? Very, so very any true. one of those games, if he was in, they would have won. It wouldn't have been game seven. You know what I'm saying? Like, like Possibly. I get what you're saying, and I completely agree. But Kawhi missed, what, one game? Mike Conley missed, no, missed two. Five, two games, so or one and a half, right? Because he was in till a couple of minutes into the fourth quarter. No, 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 no. He missed the other two full games. Did he? So, yeah. like, Mike Conley missed. I think Mike Conley actually was detriment to come back. You know what? That's that's a pretty valid point you know, as because well. They were doing. They were like they. Everyone like you were saying. Everyone knew the, knows their role for yeah. Phoenix. Everyone at some point knew Utah on Utah seemed their role. Hey. I got to shoot more. Mitchell's got to shoot more. Um, you know, Ingles got to has got to step it up. You know, this guy, that guy, they all got to step it up. And now he comes back, and so he's got to get into the flow, get into a rhythm. He hasn't been in the schemes of defenses or offense, uh, you know, plays. So I, I feel like he was kind of a detriment on the last couple of games. When yeah, I just I just find that so deflating. you're right though. I mean, so deflating for the Jazz. I mean, um, now, I just now, think now look at it for next year. Okay. This was their window. Yeah. I mean, this yeah. was their window. You have Kawhi that's not on the Clippers this right now during the playoffs, LeBron and AD that didn't make it to the next round. Jamal Murray. That's not playing for, for Denver. They get knocked out. You have Steph without clay. They're knocked out. I mean, think of all these teams right now that next year are going to be at, but let's just call it full strength or potential of full strength. The Jazz, this was their window, and they just – I feel like they really let it slip away yeah. getting to the uh, Western Conference Finals and, and at least giving it a run versus Phoenix. So, I will say this, though. Mike Conley comes off the books at, at the end of this season. So, that's $34 million off their books. Now, I think they'll probably sign him because they really don't have any other options unless they go for – you know, if they're, they're going to go after a shoot, you know, shooter, Dennis shooter, or somebody like a point, or just put Mitchell at the point and bring in another like, you know, combo guard or something. Um, but I mean, they have some flexibility in the fact that Mike Conley is not under, in the contract, right? He, he is a good fit right now, seeing how Donovan Mitchell is really increasing his value in his game. 
Um, he's a nice compliment because he's not a ball dominant, have to have the ball type point guard, but you can put it in his hands when you, when you don't, I guess, yeah. want to overexert uh, Mitchell handling the ball every single play. So he's a nice compliment on there and he's, um, you know, good enough shooter to surround him. And that's what Utah does really well. So. Yeah. So I think, yeah, um, I mean, they'll probably sign him, but yeah, that's actually a good question. Um, yeah. I think we both agree that jazz, but um, I also, you know, it depends on what, well, once again, this like LeBron brought it up. I think we all agree like this playoffs, we're not seeing the potential of all the greats It with Embiid. It was the 10th player superstar that was injured and missed games or wasn't a hundred percent themselves in these playoffs. So, and, and that's exactly my point too, is so you can, sometimes you got to take advantage of. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like they, they didn't make that situation, but sometimes you have to make the most of it. There will be a champion at the end of these playoffs. And in 25, 30 years from now, they're going to say they were the champions and nobody's going to look back and go, well, I think that was the year where there was a lot of injuries. So it doesn't really count. I mean, people could say that with the bubble type stuff. They're not going to. The Lakers won the championship. They yeah. earned it. Yeah. So I, well, I just feel that they really missed an opportunity this year. Um, and, you know. So here we go. Milwaukee's opportunity is right now because they went through the two. They potentially had the hardest path to the finals. They played defending Eastern Conference champs and they destroyed them. Then they went against the team that everyone had picked to go to the finals. And then they were supposed to play the 76ers. Well, the 76ers didn't make it. So now you better take care of business because you next year, Brooklyn isn't going to get any worse. (laughs) You know, they're just going to get better. So, and all the New York is probably going to get better. Like all these other teams are probably going to get better. Um, 76ers might make a big move. So Milwaukee's opportunity to make the finals and win it is right now because the West isn't going to, there is no stud team coming out of the West either. You know, yeah, they, they upgraded from last year um, by adding Drew Holiday and replacing blood. So they, they got better. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they have the defensive tough, toughness and you know you got tucker in there right who yep um, sure durant went off but you got to give him credit tucker was in his grill the whole game and uh, making it tough that's all you can do just make it hard for these guys right so i i think you're absolutely right if the bucks do not win it this year what a absolute disaster of a season for them with all the teams that have fallen out due to injury um he he has to add this to his resume he's got a couple mvps and now if he doesn't win a championship Good Lord. He may go down as the Charles Barkley. <laughs> um, well, that was a question. Who is the best player in it? Like, I guess you can say ever or even now that never made it to the finals or hasn't made it to the finals yet. Ooh. And they said Chris Paul. Okay. Never made it to the finals. Yeah. I, would, I mean, he's one of them. I can't think of so many off the top of my head. Everybody's made it. made it like Reggie Miller made it to the finals. Carmelo Stockton, Barkley, um, all these guys that don't have rings made it to the finals. They just hit, you know, Chicago, basically. Yeah. Patrick Ewing even made it to the finals. Like these guys made it. They just hit a, a Chicago Bulls team basically of the nineties, you know, and before then, I mean, uh, the greats at some point won a championship. 
they just didn't maybe win as many as they should have. Yeah, that, that's a great point. And hey, look, I I think they're going to get through Atlanta. I would love to see the Cinderella story continue and have Atlanta go on, but I do think it's the Bucks series to to uh, you know to lose. They there's no way they should be losing this series. Here's another conspiracy theory. You tell me if you believe in it or not. The NBA does not want Phoenix to make it to the finals because that would be the lowest rated finals ever. If it's Phoenix in like, say, Milwaukee or Atlanta, those are just small markets. So they want the Clippers and either of those other teams. And so that's why CP3 is on COVID protocols and ha- is missing games. I don't believe, believe it. it or not. Do not believe it for you. I believe it. Come on, Fergie. <laughs> nope. Not at all. I would believe it more so if we saw some uh some bad refereeing and all that type of stuff. I think that possibly exists <laughs> a little bit, but no. Especially what he means to the league. You mean like uh, a book of fouls out like two <laughs> two minutes into the game or something? <laughs> yeah, but just what, what CP3 means to the league, right? Yeah. I mean, isn't he the, the head of the players association, yeah. all that stuff? One of the yeah. absolute faces of, of the NBA. Um, I, th- I think they respect him enough to do that, but I, I know what you mean. Uh, the, the ratings are, are huge. And anytime you can get LA into the mix, even if it is the Clippers, uh, they want to get that, uh, that LA market, but yeah. Well, I also put it on our, uh, on our Instagram. I wish I was a little bit taller. Um, uh, if, if you believe that, it was like, you know, conspiracy if he should, if he's there or not. But also, um, I feel like Chris Paul is one of those guys that like, not only see the face, but people love him and or hate him. You know, there's no like middle ground with like, there's all these stars are either way. There aren't like that people. I, I feel like Carmelo's fallen in the middle where they're like, oh, we want him to be successful now. But like LeBron, you either love him or hate him. You know, um, Trey Young, I think is in that realm because he's creating that image, right? Yep. Um, and there's no middle ground for a lot of players now. And it'd just be entertaining to see, I guess, somebody that a lot of people don't like. And it takes you also to the finals. This is probably the first finals that you don't see Steph or LeBron, right? So It's been a long time. So it's like, here's all those fans that are complaining about LeBron, talking too much about LeBron or talking too much about Steph. Well, are you going to watch the game if those guys aren't in the finals? Hey, hey look, right now, it doesn't matter who's playing. If, if you're an NBA fan, you're, you're still tuning in. You, you know about the up-and-comer of, of Booker right. and Aiden and what yeah. uh, CP3 is doing. You want to see if the Bucs can actually make it and, uh, and win a championship and get over this. Um, sure, it may not be the best. It's not going to be a New York, L.A.-type ratings, but they're going to work with it. They're going to do the best they can. Okay, I got I to gotta, let's make a little another wager, okay? Sure. Just pop this pop into my head. Let's call who wins these series and call the exact game like four, two or four, one or whatever. And we just bet. And it's either you win or you lose it. You lose the amount you bet. All right. You go first. In okay. the first game. I'm going to go with Phoenix four, two. And I'm going to put this right here. Phoenix four to two. And I'm going to bet a thousand dollars. And then the other side, I'm going to say Milwaukee for one, and I'm going to bet 500. 
I should probably wow. do the reverse. <laughs> I should probably do a thousand for the Milwaukee. And... All right, well, you know what? I'm going Suns 4-1. Okay, so Chris is going to go Suns 4-1. And that's going to be for 300. 300. And then what did you pick in the Bucks series? 4-1 Bucks. I want to go sweep 4-0. But you know what? I just want to root like hell for the Hawks. So I'm going to say Bucks 4 2. 4 2, how much? Just 100. <laughs> so basically, either I'm going to have no money at the end of this, and yeah. you're just playing like now you have a big role and you're just like little chips here, little chips hey, there, little chips hey, there. Hey, I'm Ben Simmons. I'm just passing the rock. I'm going to start betting $1,000 because either I'm going to have nothing or it's going to be. Fair um, enough. Question for you. Yeah. Obviously, some of the teams are out of the playoffs now, so there's been some movement. And the notable one, what are your thoughts on the Kemba Walker trade? So did you hear the, the, the story about how Blake reached out to his a uh, couple of friends that were on the Celtics? And they said that it's just in disarray here. Don't come here. Really? So before when he was trying to make decisions, he was thinking of Austin and he actually could have probably helped them quite a bit. But um, they told him it's just it's it's nothing you want to be here for. And so oh. he chose Atlanta or that's a story It shows Brooklyn. I don't know how accurate it is, but that's the story that came out. So, well, you have uh, Brad Stevens, who is no longer the coach. Yeah. For whatever the, reason, yeah, you have so his first I think, to get rid of Kimba. So yeah, I would I believe there's some some truth to that. See, this is the thing that I don't I I feel like teams don't understand. He came to you as a free agent, and without warning, you traded him away. That his agent has other players, so there's there's this this loyalty that like this mistrust that you you're creating not only with the player but other big players, they're like, oh, I can go to, you know, why not Celtics? Well, they just trade you away if they don't think you're worthy of your whatever, you know, contract. As opposed to sitting down discussing, hey, here's potential trade options we have for you or we're trying to make. And kind of like getting you prepared for it and like maybe acknowledging that you're going to go as opposed to just like, why would you trade him so early? Why would you not wait to see what potentially happens with other teams? You could have gotten a Simmons out of it, you know? Yeah, you know what? Yeah, that part, um, looking at it now, you're always going to be able to look at it and say, maybe you could have got more. Uh, maybe not. I, I don't know. Maybe there was something deep-rooted that they had to move him now before shit came out, and maybe his value goes down. I, I'm not sure. Obviously, behind the scenes, we don't know all of that. But the explanation today, or I believe it was today or yesterday, they said they traded him because they wanted to be able to maximize Brown and Tatum's abilities and having Kimba there that took up some of the shots on the wing. Uh, yeah, possibly. And if you have this window of opportunity with those two all-stars, you can surround them with guys who compliment him. And maybe Kimba, maybe he didn't do that, not just on the court, but maybe he didn't do that in the locker room either. Maybe he wasn't a good fit with those guys. I don't know. But could you, could you imagine, for example, I, we don't know if this could happen or not, but if you had uh, Brown Tatum, Simmons, and what's their um, – um, is it uh, – who's the guy that comes off the bench? Um, Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart coming off the bench. 
Because imagine you're two, three, and let's say one, two, three. One guy that loves to pass, doesn't shoot, setting up two guys that want to shoot. And he's your defensive stopper. Yeah, yes, but hear me out on this, right? Tatum and Brown are more are their their creators. Okay. Okay. So they, they need, they need the ball right now. So Tatum is not a run you off a screen like Clay Thompson, like Curry, right. where that passer is dynamic. Can you imagine Simmons going to the Warriors? No. Why not? Actually, you know what? That could work because he just take the place of Iggy, right? You, yeah, I mean, you're basically just a big man facilitating. And yeah. if he's a good passer. Yeah, but you can't have two guys that can't shoot. Like Iggy could Ooh, still stretch the I mean, oh, Draymond. Okay. Yeah. Draymond can't, he shoots like with a backpack on his back, you know? <laughs> Good point. You know what? That's, that's a, that's a great point. Um, I just think, I just think with the point of like the Celtics, I don't know if he'd be a good fit because when you have Tatum that has the ball and he's going one-on-one creating, where is Simmons spotting up? That's, yeah. that's not what you need. You need him in that. Yeah. But he, that, he could just be rolling to the basket, you know, for well, not a dunk, but a, a catch and pass. <laughs> Who knows where he's going to go, man? He has this bad reputation. Um, well, speaking of the Warriors, the lottery was tonight, as you mentioned a little earlier about teams not in the playoffs. So it happened. Detroit got the first pick. Mm-hmm. And then the second pick went to what the Rockets. Go? Rockets. Okay. And then Cleveland, Toronto. So Orlando has two picks in the top 10, right? Uh, Orlando has the fifth and the eighth pick. And then Golden State has the seventh? Seven and 14. 14. Okay. You know more about college ball. You follow college players. Do you think any player would help? Well, let's not. Orlando is rebuilding. But let's say for Golden State. Okay. Any player... Would you package those players and for somebody else, or would you draft those guys and potentially use them? Anybody that could help them, you think? Um, gosh, I mean that's 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 so hard. You got uh, a couple guys at the top. Um, I don't know if you're if you're the Warriors, that's going to be really tough because I think what they need is. They need a couple of veteran guys to come in. They're trying to win that championship right now. I don't know if a, a draft pick, even if it's a top, you know, five, seven, whatever, is going to come in and be the missing piece, uh, to be honest with you. I think they need some, some veteran guys to come in and be that second unit, um, you know, defend, defend and three type, uh, type player. So looking at the board, there's some, there's some pretty darn good players, but they're, they're raw, right? Yeah. Uh, some of them, some of them are, are really raw and they're super talented, but um, we'll see. So I, mean, I, I would say I would say package it away and see if you can get uh, maybe a middle middle of the road type guy that can come in and be a. Uh, yeah, I mean, all you're trying to do right at this point for them is their windows right now. I mean, all yeah. three of their guys, their windows are this season, next season, you know, whatever, you know, next like two three seasons. So you, you got to package them and get cap space to where you trade for like you know somebody that can come off the bench and just score you know and uh, give 
Curry a break, give Thompson a break, you know, um, and I don't know who those players are right now, but um, I, I don't think drafting players for themselves is what they're looking forward to doing. You know, maybe you trade them and just open up space, assign somebody, and then get future draft picks from a team, you know? Yeah, I mean, they got – I mean, there's the seventh pick, which I don't think they would go this route, but they got Davion Mitchell, from, who's a point guard from, from Baylor. Uh, great on-ball defender, Big 12 defensive player of the year. I mean, he's he's a stud. I just don't know if that fits into what they're they're going for personally. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, that, that would be the seventh pick. So, for whatever reason, I could see them – trading down um you know trade trading down a little bit but who knows some crazy crazy shit happens yeah maybe, maybe they trade one of their players right now plus the seventh pick and maybe they move up to uh fifth or four you think they should trade their draft from last year the, what was the name oh wiseman wiseman no. and say like what's that no i think they'll keep him you think so yeah yeah i i would not see them getting giving up on him this early uh so much talent, so raw. For God's sake, he played in four, five college games, right? If if that, and then he came mm-hmm. out and he was starting to he was starting to make some progress this year, and then obviously injury. So um, I think it'd be a s- stupid move to move on him that quick. Let me ask you this: Would you do CJ McCollum for Wiseman and the seventh pick? Wow, no. That's a pretty good trade, though. Um, it's a good trade for Portland. And you get uh, a guy that come off, comes off the bench or can just be your two. You, yeah, you wouldn't, put, you wouldn't put him off the bench, though. Okay. So your starting lineup is Curry, CJ, Thompson, and Green, and whoever else you want on that court. No, you, that They is- would score 40 points every quarter. That is an awesome lineup. I just, I run it, you run into the fact of, are there enough shots to go around? Yeah, but CJ those- isn't that type of player. I don't think CJ is the type of player. Like he, you know, he obviously clearly is willing to take the second or third role on Portland. So, so here's, here's another question. He's not, he's not a top tier defender, right? No. So now you have Curry, who is documented as not a top tier defender, and you have CJ as you're in your backcourt. Okay. That that's a liability on defense. Sure. They may be scoring in bunches, but the other, but then you got, you got clay and green who are, I, I know, but you're not going to put clay and green on maybe they're one or two. I mean, then no, then, I know, but like, but golden state's always been like a good team defense. They don't necessarily have one-on-one great players. Like besides Thompson, none of them are really good on ball defenders. There's no on yes. good on ball defenders anymore because of this but game, you know? They have always been able to, if you go back through the teams, they've always been able to hide Curry well enough. Yeah. Right. Well enough yeah. into, into games where they have other players that are switching and moving and you, you can hide him a little bit yeah. to keep him offensively. If you had two of those guys, CJ's not, not the biggest. I mean, he's not the smallest guy in the world, but he's not the biggest. So if you put both of those guys in the backcourt, I think you're you're not I mean, a championship caliber. You could say that about Kyrie and Harden. <clears throat> um, yeah, but know? yeah, but Harden, but Harden has a bigger a big enough he's, body. Yeah, he's a little broader. He, yeah, he can yeah, do some things. Yeah. You know, you imagine if you got into a playoffs and you had CJ and um, with all the I don't know they they would score forty points in the first quarter and you know they they, they would be the 
West Coast version of the Nets on some levels, you know? Hey, I have not heard that trade talk before, but that is a, that's a great point. Uh, that, that would be fun to watch. Uh, and I it helps. It helps. What's up? I just don't think they would get rid of Wiseman yet. But if that became available, shoot, who knows? Maybe you roll the dice. You know, I, I look, because I, I heard the other trades and I was like, they're good, but I don't know. Like, they're just, they seem like so cookie cutter. Oh, let's play. I'm like, let's, let's fucking roll the dice a little, a little bit. Let's get, you know? Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. Uh, it'll be interesting to see the draft coming up. Uh, so Phoenix, let's see what the score is. Let's the score is Phoenix is up with 93 to 90 with three Oh nine left in the fourth. So um, it's going to be a wow. good game. Let's go catch the end of this game, homie. Sounds good. And All right, thank you for listening. And we will see you next week when pretty much these series will be on the end or potentially the finals will be starting we'll be, up. So. We'll be talking about finals. We'll be talking about the Atlanta Hawks and the Phoenix Suns. You picked Milwaukee though, didn't you? I know, but I'm rooting for the Hawks. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> that's why you bet a hundred bucks. Damn you. That's right. Call me Ben Simmons. <laughs> uh, thank y'all for listening and we'll see y'all next week. Peace. Peace.